0: Welcome to the How to Become a Successful Home-Based Business Owner podcast. I'm Annelies de Ross, a mother of two and running three successful businesses, all from the comfort of my own home. Now it was not easy at all in the beginning. I've learned a lot of lessons and I've failed a lot of times, but I finally made it to where I am today. Now I am changing lives by coaching and helping others reach their goals which gives me the opportunity to spread some love and hope into the world. Because yes, everyone can do this. With the right tools and the right mindset, you can become the entrepreneur you want to be. With the lifestyle that you want to have. I made this podcast with simple and easy step-by-step strategies to help each and every single one of you so you can reach the lifestyle that you want. So if you are an ambitious entrepreneur or you want to start building your own business, you're in the right place. Let's get started.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening everyone, wherever you are in the world. Annalise coming to you live from Spain and we are here back again with another golden nugget talk and this will probably be the biggest one that I have until now Um, I'm so super honored to have her here and I will get right into this because I know how busy she is and I'm so honored to have her here. So today I have an interview with Olivia Fisher Kane and I will read her bio because this woman is incredible Um, and I know she has a lot of golden nuggets to share with you all so Um, Let's get right into it. So with her 22 years of experience in several industries, Olivia Mello Fisher takes pride in being a complete well-rounded professional. An entrepreneur since the age of 15, she has left her mark in several mediums, such as Rio's nightlife, scene where she produced events, to over 100,000 people and worked with top venues in the 90s, such as Maxim's Day. Paris, Ronaldo's are 9 and Bunker 94. After falling in love with the entertainment industry, she went through film school and participated in several productions of South America's biggest TV station, Globo TV. After marrying her husband and business partner, Aaron Fisher-Kane, the couple made their rounds uh, of a philanthropic work by producing their first documentary to support animal welfare in Brazil, launching Let Me Out, featuring several Brazilian celebrities and starting a movement on pet adoptions, awareness that later helped non-profit organizations, SUPA, I don't know how to pronounce it, push the state government to pass important bills to protect animals, which other states later followed. Since that documentary, Livia and Aaron have been extremely successful in branding and marketing mixed martial arts, ultimate flighting championships, six-time world champion, MMA legend, Wanderlei Silva and Ex- Exertus financial partners. Wow um some of Olivia's most notable accomplishments including a lasting impact in the UFC's brand and the athletics personal brand which sold to Endeavor for 4 billion dollars in 2016 and most recently livia rebranded expertus by creating the X logo and during this whole pandemic she launched the Expertus billion dollar brand strategy plan offering a complete online business system to its hundreds of associates developing an exclusive online lead generation system and virtual training system for the company and its agents to grow their business online. Livia has so much passion in developing new businesses, new brands for businesses, small businesses, small, oh my gosh, small business owners and larger businesses from all over the world. Currently, Livia is Chief Executive Officer of Recreate, Chief Brand Officer at Expertus. And as of September 2020, Livia is also the Chief Marketing Officer for the Young Entrepreneur Project, which she is eager to help build as a billion-dollar brand by bringing people value through implementable and scalable business strategies and systems to empower across empower entrepreneurs across the world to pursue their dreams and achieve success so wow this is so much. So we will get her on. Hi,
2: Olivia. <laughs> Hello. Hey. <laughs> that Thanks is for having me. <laughs>
1: impressive. Thanks for being here. I know you're such a busy woman.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. I wouldn't have it any differently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so let's let us start with the beginning. How did you got started with this? Because you were really young when you got started.
2: Yes, I was very young, and uh, you know, yeah. What I realize is that you know, I was actually you know younger than that when I actually you know just got in mentally into these things. I, I was just you know kind of born this way, I guess. Um, very into into people in a very unique way too. You know, you know like I don't socialize much. <laughs> I'm an introvert by nature, but I'm very into people, people's potential. Um, so, so I, I started as a writer, actually, um, before I even got into, you know, event production at 15. So, before that, I was a writer, uh, you know, so since I started writing when I was five years old, and I was eight years old, uh, you know, I used to write poems. I used to write tons and tons of poems, like hundreds of them, uh, because I was into the numbers, too. And... Uh, and then and and, and by writing as eight years old writing hundred poems you know like obviously i didn't have you know the worldly experience you know to write all that all all those emotions that i haven't really experienced and it was just really a practice of you know putting myself in other people's shoes and uh at age eight i wrote a poem talking about that and i said you gotta feel with all the hearts of the world when you only have one and, uh, and that's kind of like, that is the base of everything I do. And that's kind of the seed that got planted. So uh, uh, when I was 11 years old, um, Ayrton Senna who was one of the biggest Formula One pilots died in, a co- in an accident uh, while, while racing. And he is the biggest sports idol in Brazil. So we're all watching live on TV when he crashed into the wall. And, uh, and, I, and it was a big emotional moment for the country. And, uh, and I wrote a poem um, uh on that, on the emotion that we're all feeling, and uh and that was eleven, and actually i I'm really good at seeing how things work too, I guess, so when I was eleven, I wrote this poem, and i and I mailed it myself, i you know i I got the stamp, everything, I put it in the envelope, I figured out the the address for the newspaper, you know, the national newspaper in Brazil, and I brought it into the mail myself, and I dropped it there, not even thinking about it, just doing it. And um, and then the next Sunday, Sunday newspapers, the biggest of you know the week, uh, gets delivered. <laughs> my mom goes like, what, <laughs> Like what is this? And in the middle of the newspaper, there is like a, a whole half a page in color, not in black and white, which cost them a lot of money. And half a page of the, the newspaper, the national newspaper is my poem highlighted there. Um, Wow. My name in it and saying, you know, Olivia Mello, 11 year old and everything. And that was that was like that was my biggest achievement. And that really motivated and gave me the confidence to, you know, to understand that there was nothing I couldn't do. And the power of, you know, of expressing those emotions and to getting people to to feel certain way, you know, what you do and uh you know my school gave me a medal for it you know because you know for for being published at age 11 and then yeah and then at 15 it just happened actually that i got invited to um to to help them produce an event um i was also invited to do a um, a charity event for ronald mcdonald's house in brazil um which i was producing both events in the same day um, together with the only other uh, underage you know event that was once a year and I didn't even think nobody was gonna go to my you know to my other event because it's the same day as the only event in the country. and, and the producers they, they scheduled it. I'm like really? <laughs> like that day like out of the whole year like that's the day you want to start. <laughs> but I, I, I was just like I never experienced um, you know work up until that point like work. So I was given like you know the access to the flyers. And I literally took those flyers, fifty thousand flyers, and I ran this city and I you know in the end of a week, I had no voice because I was just talking to people like going place to place malls and beaches and streets and and talking to kids and um and and so I, I was more focused on a McDonald's that Day because I didn't think anybody was going to show up to the other one, and I was across the street in a different mall. I came back to the <laughs> to this one, and um there's five thousand kids there. There's five thousand kids there, yes. and we could only fit a thousand two hundred kids, so it was kind of crazy. We were not ready for crowd control or anything, but we did it. It was amazing. It was incredible that event. Uh, so for six months, we had this this team doing the production, but after that day, that I experienced, you know the work you know work and and i realized that i was so so passionate about you know working and um and so after that every day i would go um you know i'll leave school and i'll go to the office of that venue and i'll sit there with the nighttime promoters learning just watching basically eventually they start giving me stuff to do and uh, every single day after school, I would go there. And then within six months, they they were like, OK, um, we, we don't, we don't want to work with these guys anymore. You're going to take over. And I'm like, OK, then. And so I took over the event for the, net, the following 18 months. And, uh, and then I had 200 teenagers working under me um to to continue to deliver and this is a really big event and we're you know front page in newspapers we're like featured on the news all that you know kids making money and obviously i was the head of that so that was really good and then um when i was 16 um uh you know actually my mom had a heart attack i was going through a lot of hard times and she was in the hospital she was in coma for a long time and um and then ronaldo opened up his club ronaldo the soccer player he opened up his club and so I and I saw it and I was like, that was the, the only time that I actually made a call. So see things came to me always. And uh, but this time I made a call and I called him in and I said, hey, um, I, I throw the parties at Maxime's and, uh, you know, I want to throw a party there. So he told me to come in and it was his manager. And I came in with all my flyers and we had over a year already. And uh, and then he's like, when you want what date what do you want? And so um, And so, I, cho- I chose a date, and we started doing there. And it was really, really cool. And when I was leaving, he just turned to me, and he said, oh, wait a minute, how old are you? <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm 16. So he left, and we actually built a relationship because he was really impressed about you know how passionate, how professional I was at the age of 16. And then later on, he he ended up sending my way another person that was the biggest club owner in brazil and um and um he, he just he came to me when i was 17 and he said i was just told that you're the best promoter in rio and i said yeah you heard right and uh <laughs> and and so it was funny it was it, that was the beginning of it and so it was event and uh what was what really great about this is not only the events, not a, my, my learning journey that I had there. It was for me figuring out that I could be a professional. That changed my life. You know, I had, it was hard um, growing up in Brazil and all. And, uh, and I, like I said, I'm an introvert and it was hard for me to find a place where I belonged. And uh, once I started working, I realized this is where I belong. You know, I I I want to be a professional always. So I didn't really party. I didn't really, I I would be, where nobody could find me, but I was watching, you know, and, uh, and then I was taking care of my promoters. But we built a whole generation of teenagers in Brazil, 200, right? That, that felt the same way, that became professionals and that learned, and that was really cool. That, that, was, that was a really big thing for me, but that's how it all started. Yes, that's how. It
1: all wow, that's <laughs> in preface. So by the age of 16, you really started working. Yes, so yes, you stopped school at that point. No, 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 no,
2: I didn't stop school. So I, I, went, I went through school. I was a year early, um, because I jumped to grade early. So I finished school, and, uh, you know, by, by seventeen, I was done. And um, yeah, so no, I, I, finished school. That was fine. So my events were only Saturday at this point, uh, until I was eighteen. Before I entered the, the nightlife. Um with events. Uh it was only once a week. So I'll just after school, I'll sit at the office, I'll learn, I'll teach, I'll have meetings with my promoters. Uh, but that was an after school thing. Um, and then after I finished school, only when I was 18, I got to enter the nightlife uh, because you know, because then I was legal. <laughs> and then I started and then I started throwing events. Then I started throwing events every single day of the week. No. It was um uh Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, and obviously the other days you had to promote those events, and then and then we're throwing raves, which it was for 120,000 people had sold out, sold out raves uh through that same venue. And uh that was big. And then and then wh- when I was working there, I got called to produce this a uh, soup opera, because in Brazil's like Mexico, the soup operas are huge, you know. So because they had a club scene in the sub-opera, and so they needed to build this club scene, and they're like, how are we going to build this? So then they come to me, and they say, can you help us build the club scene, right? And I'm like, there, I have 800 crazy people there every single day, and I'm like, yeah, we can build the club scene. So I just start, you know, I had a data, actually, that I had created collecting contacts from people. So I just started calling them up, and uh, bring hundreds into the studios <laughs> to produce the club scene. And the producers loved it because they'd come, they'd come in like clubbers, right? They didn't even need to do makeup for them, like dress them up. They would come ready, like crazy people. And so they loved it. And then I got to experience that. So wow. I got to experience that, that part, which I never did. But that time I was 18 and I was doing that production and I was doing Bunker the club and the raves. i would sleep only every other day because i i would leave the club and uh and then again i didn't party but i had to be in the club otherwise they wouldn't pay me or say there was last people there you know club stuff so i had to be there <laughs> and then i would leave the club at six in the morning to be in the studio for filming at seven in the morning so i wouldn't sleep uh, every other day then I, the other day i would sleep during the day and then and then so I that was that was that whole year for me. And so but then I, I really loved that part of, you know, entertainment and production. And and then that's when I decided to go into film school, which I did um, after that. Um, so, yeah, so that that was that part. <laughs> wow. And
1: you're like the master in building out brands. How did you discover that you were like made to do this what was like that <laughs> moment that you had like wow this is it
2: yeah right right so uh when i first got my first computer and i was like 10 years old was, like my ibm you know like a huge monster like 64 megabytes of ram right so funny 64 megabytes of ram <laughs> so that computer came with Prince artists print artists, print artists, is this old software of clip art, right the ugliest clip art, right this little drawings and so ugly and it's um but when i got it i was like this is so awesome <laughs> and i would sit there you know all day long and I would make these T-shirts that I could never print, right? Like, you remember, there's no resources, right? But I would make these shirts, that that, like the designs for the shirts. So i would just take the clip art and I'll put a text onto it, right? And play around with the fonts. And and, then that was my beginning of my graphic design career. And I I loved it, I loved it. I didn't see opportunity in it, um, you know, until later. Um, After I came out of film school, uh, you know that I met my husband and we actually he he here in the United States he's American and he um, used to work with animals in the shelter. And so he um, he knew and I didn't even know <laughs> in real, that was the biggest animal shelter in the world at the time with 10 animals, 10,000 animals living there abandoned animals. So he wanted to go see it. And i'm like okay let's go there right so we take the subway we go there and then the president of the organization which is i we say that she's the godmother of our our wedding because she let us in and she toured the you know the the behind the scenes and she showed us everything and we're just like oh my god so overwhelmed there's just so much sadness in that place like and the line of 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 abandon, to to let go of your animal is huge it goes out the door and the line for adoption, there's nobody there because in Brazil, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing. It's not cultural there. You buy animal, you buy pets, and then you know, and then people abandon them and they can take it. Care- so it was really sad. So leaving that, right, waiting for the subway to go back, and uh, and you know, just heavy hearted, and we both look at each other and we're like, we gotta do something about it, and I was like, we're gonna make a movie. So I um, so went back to college. I was, I was still in college at this time. I went back to college and um, there was already documentary projects going on for that season. And I just came into a group and I'm like, hey, we're doing this other documentary for Gabo. what are you doing? We're going to do this other one. We're going to film this shelter. I'm going to bring in actors because I was already working with global uh, TV and, uh, and that's what we're going to do. So we did it. Um, and so, uh, so we did the documentary, gave it to them. And that's when they got to show it to the governor of Rio. And the governor of Rio is in this meeting. And, you know, they're talking about animal welfare. And he's hardly listening to them. And he's, like, you know, like, not caring at all. And then they play, it's a short film, right? And they play the documentary. And then the actors come on the screen. And then the governor sits up and goes, like, oh, I see this is important. Because of the celebrities. Yeah and so he passes the law which makes you know animal abuse a crime a bunch of welfare um rules and laws connected to it and it's real so every the whole rest of brazil follows it and that was great so then um so then we like um, actually i got pregnant with my first uh, my first son who is 14 now and we decided to move to the united states because i grew up in brazil i didn't want anybody else growing up in brazil so so we we moved here and that's when my husband um, he loves MMA at the time, right? So he's watching it, you know, watching it. And uh, and then I'm seeing like all the champions are Brazilian, all the champions, all the champions at the time are Brazilian. And I'm like, okay, so we're moving to the United States in a few months, uh, what can we bring from Brazil to the United States that's gonna open doors for us? And I'm like, MMA, makes martial arts, that's what it is. So I made some calls. Um, came up for concepts concept for documentary, made some calls, and then we got to go film, you know, the champions in Brazil. Uh, my son is three days old in the gym <laughs> uh, when we're shooting this documentary. And uh, so we shoot it, we come back, we came to the United States, and then obviously when we come here, and we're like, hey, uh, we just filmed all these guys. And then everybody's like, oh, come film me, all the American champions and all the American fighters. So we finished the documentary. I learned how to edit and edit. And that's, that's now the answer. So how, where does it come the branding from? Of course, with my events, I would conceptualize things. Every event has a different uh, team to it, to it and everything. But at this point, I'm like, okay, so we produce this documentary. And now I have to sell it so i'm like okay so how am i going to sell this well first of all i'm going to need a website so first of all i need a cover so yeah. i relearned everything i i learned all adobe um, softwares i designed the cover I'm like now we're going to need a website so i learned how to code and i developed a website to sell the documentary so then i'm like how do we sell this now <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like okay there's myspace myspace at the time So I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go into my space. I'm going to message people. I'm going to message people. I'm going to look who they are. I'm going to see their interests. And then I'm going to message them. Then I'm going to see who else they're connected to. I'm going to see their interests. So I'll sit there eight hours a day, and I'll message 300 people. And uh, so within two months, uh, we sold 2,000 copies of our documentary just doing that. And uh and and we needed that, we needed to do that. So I learned all that. I know I so that's when I learned social media marketing <laughs> and website development. and that's when I got really hands-on with graphic. And then I was really good at it. I was really good with the graphics because I I am really good with the graphics. So then I'm like, okay, I can we can do this. And so after this, we he really loved venerley Silva, who was six time champion legend. And uh, so I said, so now we're going to move to Vegas. We are in California at the time. I said, now we're going to move to Vegas and we're going to work with Vanderlei. And my husband's funny. My husband's like, he always thinks like, no, Vanderly's a legend. He's not going to want to work with us. Like, he has people working with him already. I'm like, we're moving to Vegas and we're working with Vanderlei. So we moved to Vegas. <laughs> we started shooting a new documentary because that's what we know how to do. And then we moved Vanderlei and um and vanderlei is brazilian he hardly speaks english at the time he has nobody he's a legend he has nobody he left his home in brazil left everybody he knew in brazil and he's trying to open a gym and um, and so he needed everything he needed marketing He needed brand he needed everything and he needed people so he started you know obviously we can do content that's the beginning of youtube by the way so we launched a YouTube channel with him, which becomes the biggest, you know, mixed martial arts YouTube channel. Like we were like top 15 watched videos in like 15 countries, every video. Because the beginning of the platform, right? So like like I remember like the Lakers being on the playoffs for the NBA. And so they were, you know, top, number one and two most watched videos, and we were number three. <laughs> and we were number oh three. Oh my gosh. So it was really cool. And then I created a website and it's like, oh, I need to fill out my gym. I'm like, well, I've been throwing events, you know, and bringing 3,000 people a week for, you know, for a long time. I think I can bring 300 people to your gym. <laughs> so, so we did that and that was cool. And that's that's when it started. So that I started, you know, doing all the social media for him. His gym got voted best gym in the world within 12 months, less than 12 months, like eight months after opening and um so then I yeah, a passion for that graphics definitely my passion i love doing it i just literally love i love the visuals i love the colors i love i love the message right and so uh, and with the work we're doing with him it it all everything that i do since the beginning since that first poem that got published it has a lot of message right because message in the end is uh, matters is what sells and it's what brings people something, right? So so that's really important to me. So working with Vanderlei, uh when we first sat down, me, my husband, him and his wife to decide if we're gonna work together, and they asked us, Why do you why do you do what you do? Right. They're trying to make like a, an interview, right? And they're like, Why do you do what you do? And like for us it was funny, and we're like, whatever, early 20s, and we look at each other and we're like, To save the world, I mean, really, why would anybody do anything, right? So they thought it was funny because they're like, how you're going to change the world, right? Just, you know, helping us build a gym. So what they didn't know is that there's always a way to impact people's lives. So we started filming Vanderlei and we started bringing out his personality and his stories. And he was known as a fighter that had not much to say at this point, legend fighter, like, oh my gosh, like the best ever, but he didn't have a lot to say. So, he was like, almost like this meme that people would use, you know, for that, that type of fighter. we started working with us, Vanderlei becomes an icon, not only as an athlete, but as a personality who, you know, who is motivational and is an inspiration for a whole generation. And um, it changes everything. So, you know, because we're interviewing him and he's getting to see himself develop a message. It's not my message, it's his message. It's in there and I can see it in him the moment that I lay my eyes on him, but he doesn't know it's there. So that's part of the process. It's bringing out that message because everybody has a message. We're human, right? We're human. We all have something that drives us, right? We have so much within us. And so we bring that out. And uh, so it changes a lot for him. It may, you know, it, it lengthens his career because there has a lot more to offer. And uh, and then the UFC calls us up. And that's the UFC called us to say, hey, I see what we're doing. And I want you to do this over here. Wow. And that's why we joined the UFC. So that's that part of the story.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's what we notice a lot it's it's all about the story and a lot of entrepreneurs find it difficult to really find that within themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this really is it's amazing how you tell that story because it's so true that that's really impactful
2: right it yeah is. it is
1: Wow, that is so impressive. So now you are really building brands for small entrepreneurs and small business owners and larger companies. So how do you do that?
2: yes yes so you know so moving on of that so we we're at the fc for six years right and uh and that's you know, obviously a multi-billion dollar brand i mean we come in and obviously they grew within the six years that we helped them uh you know but they they're already big they only got bigger we teach them a lot on exactly that on focus on the story focus on the value the human value like yes people are watching fights to watch fights but what do you fight for is much, it goes way beyond what technique you use you know or whatever and so we brought in a lot of that into the company and it was a really good run um you know except the hard part for us is that we're in the field they're working with the athletes that's where we were um to develop the stories, to develop you know this marketing. And uh and it was hard for us to um to to see the short-lived careers, the underpaid salaries, all that stuff. So some of our people left, we left. Um, we also had other things happen in our life that we needed to leave. And um and I didn't want to go big corporation again. Because see that's the thing. What drives me is people you know it's people I, I i'm good at what i do because i love people so i'm not good at what i do if i can't help people right if i if 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 the problem is bigger than the solution and as you see we hit that wall so you know so so for me it was like okay i don't want to do big corporations because guess what life is hard you know, you have, you know, 10% of the population who have all the money in the world to hire me to make them richer than they are right now. And uh that's not what I want, you know. What I want to do is help the 90% of the people to to have a shot at it. Because guess what? The brands I build, right? They're worth a lot of money. And they, they give direction, just like we did at Vanderlei. You know, it's building a narrative. It's bringing out the best on people. And everybody has the potential, right? But they don't have the opportunity. And that drives me crazy. That literally drives me crazy. Because, you know, we say, we like to say, everybody has the opportunity. But then we look at it, do they, right? So, obviously, I, I want to be a part of that solution. I want to, to my I want my work to matter you know in just so many levels and i want to help people i want to help dreamers you know become achievers because because they can and because i i just love that that you know anybody that knows me like you're gonna catch me i am uh, is executive in several companies right now and um I'm on the field, working with the people. That's what my passion is. Like, you catch me on a call with other executives and, like, literally you're going to look at my face here and I'm going to be like, okay. <laughs> I, I to be here. That's not my thing. But when I'm talking to people and training people and I'm getting to share value, that, that's, that's where you see me at my best. And, uh, and that's what I want to do. So, yes. So, after 22 years doing all that, you know, it was time to sit back and say, like, hey, look at all this. So I created, then I had to develop a system where first of all I could train people to be able to deliver what I deliver. And I had to create a system so we can deliver at this standard of quality. Because if you'd also know me, I'm very picky. <laughs> you know, because what I what I believe is that every brand that we deliver has to be a million-dollar brand, right? Because like I'm not gonna save the best for the billionaires right i want to give the best to everyone and and so that is huge for me so i had to develop that system it took me a while to develop a system where i can train creatives on delivering at my level of quality at a speed so we can drop the cost and we can help people and entrepreneurs and so that's the system that we have built and i'm really happy i'm really in a really good spot right now professionally because of that, because of that, because, you know, I love that part. And so, yeah, so we developed that. That right now is called Brand Valet, um, which we offer, you know, through YAP, YAP, the Young Entrepreneur Project, which I'm chief marketing officer for. And YAP on itself, so remember I sold, I said I dropped corporations. So you might, you wonder, but you're chief, you're, chief, you're executive for four different companies right now, so, well, how does that go? <laughs> <And> <laughs> like that. So these companies that I work with right now, they, they were handpicked. I say 20 no's for a yes that I say. And these <laughs> no's that I say are, are much bigger financial offers for me. And that's not the game I play. So, yeah, Um, I got invited to join the app And, you know, I'm looking into the company. Uh, again, I'm not looking... I'm not looking, you know, I can see here what I'm doing. I'm definitely not looking. So, uh, but yeah, you know, it was very interesting. Obviously, you know, I, I you know, I, I, the CEO, you know, Jimmy invites me, needs the chief marketing officer. And I look into the company. The first thing I see, the very first thing I see is people. It's people that are excited, they're passionate, that want to help each other. And they have this energy coming at you. And it's a community. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, "Hmm, this is very interesting. Like there's like there's something here that's very unique, you know, because there's like this this energy is just like it's coming at you. And I know how hard that is. Uh, To find people, to build people, to motivate people to get to that point where the energy is coming out and they're helping each other and it's a community and it's entrepreneurship, which is, you know, it is the key to the future is that freedom that I'm so eager to give to people. Just like I achieved mine. I want to give it to people. Because it makes a huge difference because I want people to live their lives that they deserve, not the lives that someone said that they could live. Right. You know, because that doesn't work for me. That's for sure. And I know it shouldn't have to work for anyone. So when I see that, I'm like, "Ooh, all right, then, you know, I took me two weeks looking into it, really figuring out, you know, what was like you know, seeing the potential and seeing the direction and having a vision because I'm not going to join something that I don't have a vision for. And yeah. then I called Jimmy back. I called Jimmy back. And uh, and I told him, I told him, I said, well, there's, you know, things they're doing really well, things that you need help with. Definitely the branding is one of the things that you need help with. <laughs> and uh, But I said, I said, the one thing you got and money can't buy this is the people. You build a community and this community, gosh, like we live, we live these days and we like, and I say these days, it got worse in these last 12 months. But I mean, like it's hard. It's hard to find support. I mean, most of us, we grow up being told that we can't. And then if we're really hard headed and really stubborn, we keep at it. And then we fail because we all fail. And then people just, you know, like put us down and say, see, I told you, you can't do it. Mm -mm." And these are the people that are closest to us, right? I mean, it's just because it is what it is. Not that they're mean is that the system, right? The system is built to, you know, oppress us in this sense. And so they're part of the system and they had their dreams crushed, like, right? Why are they going to believe in our dreams? When their dreams got crushed and get crushed every day, it's not even fair to expect them to, right? So when I see this community and I see, wow, this is like mental. <laughs> like this is, um, this is a place where people get to feel that they can. And that's for me right there. That was enough. Because I was just like, I know how hard it is and how hard it is to deal with these feelings. And I'm an introvert by nature, so I'm good by myself, but I know people need this, right? Need, people need other people, and they need that passion, they need that hope that, that is here in this community. And so that's when I said yes, and I said, yes, uh, let's do this. And uh, Jimmy asked, oh, <laughs> so you do have it in you to build another billion dollar brand. I'm like, what kind of question is this? Like, what kind a question that you ask someone? Like, I mean, come on. So that's what we're doing. And um, I'm so excited. So for anybody that doesn't know what YEP is, um, you know, actually is a global entrepreneurial community that has just so much to offer from personal development, which I love and everybody needs, to opportunity yeah. But not opportunity in the vague sense of the word right like a system that you can tap on and that actually you can you know use your passion whatever your passion is to build a business online that will generate your revenue and that right there like i love it i love it and the fact that it's all there and i'm part of building that so i know it's all there (laughs) it's all there for you to leverage and use it and it doesn't matter who you are where you are you know what stage of your career what stage of experience or what stage of frustration you are at you can you know join and there will be definitely several ways that you can tap onto these opportunities and uh and if you don't know yap and you're curious now so you know definitely Annalise can help you you know uh take a look and uh and that's the other beautiful thing about yap is that you come in and with someone that cares so Annalise, is one of those people and you know and that and that's beautiful because it's really hard to do things alone like in the sense, right? In the sense of the extra loneliness that nobody has to to experience that and that makes the road harder and longer. And we cut that out of the picture. Um so yeah, so I love that and I'm really happy to to be able to help build this company and everybody within it. So
1: yes, that's so true. And I I have noticed that as well, this community, it's like Nothing you have ever experienced before. You you cannot know if you don't experience this. Because I have been in a few communities before. And I was like, yeah, another community like that. Until I said, yes. And that's like, you cannot compare this with any other thing. Because it's just... Like you said, the caring about each other. It's not like, yeah, but I don't earn off of you. I will not help you. (laughs) No, everybody's in there to help each other. And that's what makes it so beautiful. Like you also, people who are already so much further in their journey, they come in to help others. So it's just so amazing to experience that. So, yeah, now you are also for for people within yep and outside of yep you're building these brands what what is included in these brands
2: yes yes so yeah so that's the other part of it my industry the marketing branding industry is not it's a weird industry. <laughs> so, it's a weird industry. It's really hard to work with people in the industry. And I say that by experience. I do the team of people that I mostly took from outside of the industry because they come from the industry, they come with the wrong mindset. Uh, and the thing is that, you know, uh, marketing, marketing, branding, sales, all those things, business, right? It's all together, and it's it's just like gears, right? If one stops, everything stops. And marketing in the industry is just compartmentalized, and that's just the first biggest mistakes. So, like, so you need like you have an idea or a dream or a business that you already have. Say you already you already have a business, and obviously you need help, and you're gonna have to go find help. And you're going to find a little piece here, a little piece there. They're going to be not connected. obviously, they're not going to deliver much less just from that fact alone. and And people, <laughs> like you know, it's supposed to be a marketing industry, so you're supposed to be getting marketing support, right? So then you go and you, you hire someone to do your marketing, and they're going to ask you, "So what do you want to, for it? What do you want done?" And you're like, "I'm not a marketing person." It's like the hello to me. But that's how it is. Like you want a website, you call a web designer and, and they're like, okay, email me everything, you know, all the things that you want on your website, and I'm gonna put it on your website. And the people they never do it because it's they are not like that's not what they are. Like they, you know, they want to focus on their dreams, on their business, you know, that they are good at what they do. And yeah. and so it's really hard to work with this industry. And I know that, right? I've experienced this industry. I've experienced all the frustration around this industry. And uh, and so I knew that we needed to change that. So we needed to create a product where, first of all, things get done for you. I mean, you know, like it doesn't matter. Yes, you have things great or you have nothing. Like you just want to focus on doing what you do. We'll do everything else for you and to a million dollar standard because that's important. Right. So. So Brand Valet is a product that you get to have all of these things, all the things that you need to run a business online and grow a business online and market a business online all together in a non inclusive package that includes a brand, which includes a logo, a message above all, you know, and we're really good at that, I must say. And then content, because then people are out there in social media, right? Social media and there's right there's billions of people on social media right and they go out there and people are looking and you want to promote a business and uh and and i have this analogy that i use which is funny is that people get it right so people are trying to network right or market and grow their business so when you go to a networking event right a networking event like you're gonna prepare for it you're gonna look the best you can you're gonna buy a new dress you're gonna buy new shoes you're gonna go and you're gonna go and you're gonna like this is a big deal right and you're gonna go there ready and looking great so then you're promoting your business in social media and you're like no you wouldn't go to a network event wearing flip-flops and sand uh, and socks you wouldn't wear flip-flops and socks people look at you and be like oh wow right but then <laughs> on, on social media people don't care right they go out there wearing flip flops and socks you know all day like posting their posts, and it's just like people are looking you know i like, mean hopefully i mean they <laughs> in that case you know but you know it matters but then, of course again it's unfair to ask people they're not marketers that don't have you know the the ability or you know the funds to do it to a high level And then ask them, you know, of course, they're going to do what they can. So we want to provide the quality to fill that gap, right? So everything is included from brand to social media content that is ready and personalized um, and is created to generate that engagement to generate that conversion and then to bring it to a website that we also developed, that's done for you, that has everything done for you, including the text in it, including the graphics, the images, and everything it looks like a million dollars. So if you have nothing, we're never going to be waiting for you to send us something no because guess what we can come up with that stuff we can create that stuff and we know what we're doing we know the image and the text that will trigger people to convert right i mean that's what we've been doing so why am i going to count on you to do that you know like i'm not of course when you have a vision and you tell me the vision that vision will be implemented but if you're too busy dreaming and doing what you're doing here like keep on doing that and let us do the rest so you know what what i say about brand Ballet is that you give us nothing we give you something awesome if you give us if you give us something we'll give you something better but you will have a digital business or your business online and looking great in a way that people look at it they see how professional you are they they want to do business with you You know, if you're a company that will stand out, your business will stand out because we're looking at an industry, right? As we build this. And guess what? I'm going to tell you this. And I am extremely competitive, not going to lie. So I'm building a brand in a business, in an industry. Am I going to build another brand in that industry and attach my name to a no? No, I'm going to be that brand in that industry i'm going to build the brand that's going to stand out that everybody else they're left behind they didn't even see it coming it doesn't matter what why i'm sure you're talking about because you know i wouldn't do any less and yeah everybody that works with me or trained the same way and they train under me and that's how it delivers so that's brand valet so it's an all-inclusive marketing and branding product that gives you everything in the most simple beautiful way Ready to use, ready to go online, and uh, in a very short period of time for very affordable prices. Because our goal is to level the ground, to level the field, so small businesses, independent professionals, entrepreneurs can be competing against the big players. You know, because you know it makes a huge difference, and uh. Yeah, and I love it. And I see the results and I see the engagement every brand we deliver, their reaction first, which is what drives me, <laughs> you know, but then the, the numbers and the numbers. And I'm just like, I could do this out there. I could just sit there looking at numbers of the brands that we deliver because really is the best part of my day. <laughs> but um, but we, we just love that. And, uh, and that's what we do it for, you know. And we don't do it, um, yeah, like that's the thing. We make everything look good but we don't do it because it looks good. We do it because it converts higher. And, uh, and that result right there, that's really, that's that's the centerpiece and, that, and that's what we're going for. So yes, we have that solution. And uh, if you want to know more about it, Annalise also has access to that solution and she can help you out. And believe me, we can help anyone in any career, in any industry. Just like multiply their results and totally change the outcome of, yeah, of their business for sure. Wow. This is, this is amazing. And this
1: is really how you see you have a huge heart. Like, you really made it like the purpose or the your, you need to do this for people that are really small. That they also get the chance to grow, and you see, you have a huge heart, and that that's just amazing. I love that about you. So I know we went way over time, and I know you're a busy woman, but I have one more question for you, and I ask that to anyone in this show, and that's gift to everyone that's following t- today right now and catching the replay. One biggest golden nugget that they cannot forget whilst they are they are building their business
2: yes for sure absolutely and i can tell you okay so for sure one main thing you know like uh we're born human and encoded in our dna is everything that you need to be successful in terms of creativity and you know strategy and altruism altruism meaning that you care that you care about people because when you care about people people care about you it's you know it's a relationship so it starts from you always you know strategy which is you know thinking about why you're doing it right and creativity meaning that you can create anything and then you know what i tell people and i tell people in any industry is stop looking out and start looking in Because all the answers are within. And that's not, it can sound cheesy, but it's the truth. And all my career, my entire career, all my successes were built through that. You know, so, you know, so just understand that and stay connected to who you are, you know, and to people stay real, care. And stop searching for answers out there because you're, way, you're getting distracted from what really matters. Like, literally. Like, instead of wasting your time watching YouTube videos, trying to learn how to market something, and I'll tell you this because that's how I train people, and I tell you, stop watching YouTube videos. <laughs> uh, just start having conversations with yourself and start looking at people. The, peop- the same people that you're trying to talk to, give some time to look at them. Like, we live a really fast-paced life. Social media made us move even more fast-paced, right? We're scrolling like maniacs. <laughs> like, so you know, and, and that's fine at all, you know, but pause it and look. Like, pause it and look. Actually click and see people because that keeps you real. That keeps your message relevant. And that allows you to build those relationships that will convert into business. So, you know, like we have to pace ourselves, you know, because it's hard, it's hard, it's hard. It's easier to scroll through and to the end of our day, yes. right? But, you know, but there is a very great tool in front of us if we pace ourselves right and we allow our altruistic instinct to kick in if we're not living a life that's too fast for our basic human instincts to kick in which gives us the most important tools that we have to build success so so that that's 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 pretty much it i guess i would say you know it's it works tell you wow (laughs) thank you
1: so much for being here this was really really powerful thank you so much um and yeah i hope i will see you in one of the coming months probably (laughs) and uh we will talk soon
2: all right sounds good thank you so much for having me and i'll be seeing you around thank you for being here bye bye
1: oh my gosh how powerful was that and normally i ask you like comment down below if this was valuable for you but i think now the biggest thing really is what was most valuable for you so let me know what of this interview was most valuable for you what was the biggest golden nugget that you got from this interview so thank you for much so much for being here and i will see you next time. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the How to Become a Successful Home-Based Business Owner podcast. For more tips and tricks, grab the Facebook link in the description. Thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode.